So, hey, Southwest students and staff. My name is Saki Patel. My name is Shivani Patel. And in light of the current coronavirus situation, what our community health worker course decided to do was create a series of public series service announcements um, in order to help educate you guys on what we can do to help our mental health or protect our mental health in this current situation. Because I think that we can all agree that it's been quite stressful for everybody that's involved, um, teachers as well. And so um, before we get into what mechanisms would be beneficial or how we want or how we think would best help you guys in the sense of mental health, we want to first talk about the corona situation as a whole. So currently, according to the Imperial County Public Health Department, as of today, May 20th, there are 490 active cases in the Valley with 394 recoveries and 18 deaths, and a total of 6,337 Valley residents have been tested. And looking at it from a more um, national perspective, we have 1,520,235 cases in total, and as for deaths, we have 91,664 in total. And so I'm going to be mention, mentioning um, certain things that California has done specifically or put in place. So for example, they have a um, four-stage process that they're implementing. So stage one is currently basically what we're doing right now. It's us quarantining, social distancing, um, keeping safety measures like that. And stage two is more like having retail manufacturing offices and child care, child care um, and other businesses opening, but this will be restricted and done in a strict manner. And you'll probably only be going physically if need be, but most likely these connections should probably take place on phone call or on Zoom or some other um, type of social media. And in this phase two specifically, concerning at least us South, as Southwest as a school, phase two is supposed to include early reopening of schools so that we don't miss out on our education or we don't lag in education. And there was there has been talk of a startup date as early as July or August, but um, like most things right now, this is all up in the air and this all kind of depends on what direction the coronavirus um, curve decides to take. And as phase three, this would include the reopening of movie theaters, places of worship, and sports events without fans. Um, any event with a large amount of people, such as concerts, sports events, or conventions, this is all highly, highly dependent on how many people will be immune to the virus as well as if there is a vaccine developed or not and stage four which would be as we know it the reverting of life back to how it was before all of this started that probably won't happen until there has been a virus or excuse me has been a vaccine put out and we know for sure that we can indeed protect ourselves from this virus so that there it may be a very very long time until that is accomplished but for right now we are moving into stage two of reopening and so obviously, us being in quarantine for so long, I would assume that it's kind of changed how you approach life, how we go about our daily routine. And it's definitely been a curveball for a lot of us, especially students who were so used to always going out and 
seeing people and being around other students, other teachers, and definitely it's just very out of the normal and it's understandable as to why this would all feel very, very off. And there's a lot of downsides actually of staying in quarantine and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. Um, and these include lethargy, which is just being tired all the time, um, lack of motivation, which I'm sure a lot of us can relate to because of um, not catching up our, our assignments and things like that. Boredom, mm -hmm. which obviously I'm sure everybody feels, and feeling of impending doom that things probably won't ever get better. And these have all been proven things that like individuals have been experiencing. It was in a Business Insider article. And like Shivani, do you have anything you want to say about any of those things? Yeah, I want to I'm going to say like one thing about the specifically about the lack of motivation. I feel like we all thought that once school once schools were off, which for many of us they were and then soon others started following that we were probably going to be more motivated to do, you know, other things like oh, I'm going to focus on working out, or I'm going to focus on this when in reality I'm pretty sure some of us kind of you know, it took a toll on us and we actually kind of we weren't able to focus on those things like we thought we would. And I just, I want to say that literally that everybody is going through that right now. It's not your fault. It's not bad at this time. The fact that you're, you're getting up and going through the day, that's, that's commendable because this is a difficult time. So don't beat yourself up for not being motivated because judging in the, like judging by the situation that we're currently in, you know, sometimes it happens, you might lose motivation, but the thing is every day is a new day. So we can always, we can always work on building that back up, but don't build, don't beat yourself up on the fact that you might not be motivated to do something. And I, I totally agree with that statement. And um, it's, it's perfectly natural for us as humans to feel so like unmotivated, so tired. Mm -hmm. It's like, we don't want to feel like doing anything just because as a species, we are very social. Um, yeah. I guess we thrive on the need to be able to talk to each other, to be able to interact with each other face to face. And um, I read a statistic somewhere that, or in the same Business Insider magazine that I mentioned earlier, that being lonely seems to be as deadly as smoking. So yes, like on your psychological health, it is, it does take a very large toll on you. So it's completely natural if you're feeling any of those emotions that we had stated earlier. And a lot of it also has to do with the fact that we're not moving around as much. So when we move around, when we're out and about interacting, we have a lot of endorphins that are released in our body. And this isn't happening anymore because I'm sure a lot of us are kind of just confined to our couches or confined to our rooms, which is okay too. But um, we're just saying all of this to kind of reassure you guys that this whole situation or how you're feeling in this situation is completely normal. And it's got a lot of physiological and psychological backup to it. And yeah, just in general, if we just wanted you guys to know that it is completely okay to feel the way that you are feeling before we started getting into how to fix how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And then I read, um, by, by NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, they came out with an article and it talks about certain feelings that we might be feeling in this situation. For example, anxiety, that's obviously, I think it's a very 
common feeling right now, especially because everybody's anxious right now. You know, they feel like they'll go outside if they interact in the slightest with someone that they might bring something back. They might be responsible for maybe infecting their family. You know, there's just so many things to think about now when you go outside. And so that obviously causes anxiety to build up and also obsessions for one. You know, I've seen people that or heard of people that, you know, never that are almost going crazy on stuff like, oh, I need to sanitize my hands and you do this and you do that. And obviously that's a precaution we all need to take. But as you know, some of us are getting obsessive with this because we're so worried about catching it ourselves and, and giving it to others as well. And obviously loneliness, like we mentioned, the fact that we have to social distance and the fact that, you know, we're all a really interactive, you know, species. We like to talk to one another, interact with one another. And the fact that that was suddenly cut off takes a toll on a lot of people and so again we just want to mention like it's completely normal to feel like that it's everybody feels like that right now and just because a lot of people may not be talking about it it doesn't mean you're the only one going through that necessarily yeah I agree 100% and so kind of shifting the focus a little bit from what we're talking about we conducted a almost like a survey survey of sorts to Southwest students in particular, and we asked on the social media platform, Instagram, what you guys are doing to help cope with the situation or what you guys are doing to make yourselves feel better. And we just wanted to share some of the responses that we got. So um, there was definitely a common theme that we saw in all of these responses. Um, There was a lot of listening to music or working out, um, artistic outlets such as painting. And um, I think it's all, it's good that everybody's kind of finding something to do, something to occupy themselves with in this time. And we just wanted to kind of share specific responses that we got. So Shivani, do you want to start off? Mm-hmm. So sir, some things that, that I noticed they did were um, go outside, like simply just be in the presence of nature, which is something I feel like in a time like this, a lot of people have come to appreciate a lot more. And then maybe swim or just lay out in the sun, play with the fidget toys, you know, those toys meant for, to calm like anxiety or people with um, maybe ADD or something to kind of shift their attention, listen to new music or just music in general, which has proven to be an outlet for many things and for many people. And then run six miles every morning, which I commend you because I could not do that. And <laughs> which I'm pretty sure a lot of people do. I mean, I know my brother for a fact plays games like almost 10 hours a day, so I understand that. And um, back to the going outside or whoever said running six miles every morning. Mm -hmm. Definitely it's proven that like physiologically from that standpoint, being outdoors actually helps a lot because you're getting fresh air. And also like we had mentioned earlier, just that change in environment can do wonders for your body. So if you don't do that already, I think that's something I would personally highly suggest. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. any health article that you would look at would suggest the same thing because really just that change in environment of not being cooped up indoors, that can, that can really do a lot. So definitely maybe go for a walk in your neighborhood to a distance, maybe more than you're used to, or Mm -hmm. just even sitting in your own backyard in the mornings. I know for me personally, that calms me down so much. I'm stressing out over something or if I'm starting to feel really agitated for being indoors all the time. And um, 
there was a lot of that when we asked on Instagram for your guys' responses. Um, spending time outside for fresh air and taking a moment to breathe. Um, a lot of people said walking their dogs or working out. And um, all of those things, again, like we previously mentioned, they will increase your endorphins and therefore they will increase your happiness since endorphins are the happy hormone in a way. And some other responses that we got included yoga, which I think a lot of people are really hesitant to try because it doesn't seem so high intensity and it kind of just seems like so almost boring boring exercise mechanism in a way. But um, whoever said this, I actually think that's a really good idea because yoga is proven to help regulate your heart rate, to help reduce anxiety. Um, it doesn't get you... It doesn't give you that same adrenaline rush as, say, like a traditional workout would, but it does do wonders for calming you down, both on a physiological level and on a psychological level. It does loosen out your muscles and your joints. So if you've been just sitting around all day, that definitely would help you reachieve some more flexibility or just feel like your body's as fluid as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about some other responses, Shivani? Yeah, I think specifically the one thing that I saw a lot was um like Saki had mentioned previously artistic outlets like I was talking to one of my friends previously and she said that she was trying to go look for paint but like the paint had run out because you see a lot more people just because there's just so much time on hand almost tapping into like their artistic side and I've seen so many people also post on their stories like paintings drawings and stuff they've done and and I think that's an amazing outlet. Like I've I've done that personally myself, just drawing, painting. It just it feels like a nice way to be able to let out any any stress you're feeling, any anxiety you're going through. It's just another form of expression that I think is really helpful, especially in a time like this. Yes, definitely. I agree. And another really good response that we got out of our little questionnaire that we did was um self-care, or as the person put it, oh, yeah. myself. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely, I think that in our day-to-day -day lives, we get so caught up in just finishing work and accomplishing as much as we possibly can that we always neglect ourselves. And so I think that quarantine especially is such a great time to just shift that focus from the runaround that we have in life to just kind of slowing things down and taking time to listen to our own bodies, taking time to listen to what we need in order to really restore ourselves. I'm sure that a lot of us can agree that before we were all kind of put into this quarantine situation school was really getting stressful for us as students you know definitely trying to keep up with tests trying to keep up with grades um it's a lot of pressure and especially it was right after college app season mm -hmm. and that in of itself is such a polling process on yourself and i'm sure that our teachers too at southwest feel that same stress because you know they have to crank out all these recommendation letters they have to keep up with keeping our grades updated. It's a lot of work on both ends. And so I think just having this time to really take care of yourself, you know, doing anything that makes you feel good, whether it be taking a really long shower or just napping, I think for a lot of people also just does it. Um, definitely, it's really important. And I think whoever said that, uh, props to you, because I think it's good that you recognize now as a time for self-care rather than anything else. Yeah, for sure. And um, we're just looking at the rest of these responses, and they all follow the same theme that we had previously mentioned about just going outdoors, exercising, listening to music, 
Um, someone, and I, I quote, they said, talk with the homies. Um, <laughs> I agree with that too. Um, I know Shivani can agree with that too. Like we're, we're close friends. And so we talk a lot, honestly, because of this. I feel that you probably can agree, Shivani, that like you and I probably just didn't talk as much when school was going on because I would always be like, I'm busy. I can't come here. I can't do this, you know? Yeah. So, like, you would try to call me and like, I would just completely avoid you because like I had so much other stuff going on. But now, you know, you hear a lot more from me, like I would think. At the same time, I, I saw you physically a lot more. I spent my, I think I almost spent my entire school day with her because I had almost every class with her. So it's kind of like it flipped in the sense of like, yeah, maybe I wasn't, I would text her, I would text her definitely during school, but, and I see her a lot more at school too, but obviously because of quarantine, we're not, we don't see each other as much. So it's like, we're always texting in some ways, texting, you know, sometimes calling, FaceTiming, you know, just to, as a way to keep in touch because, you know, now it's more difficult than ever to, you know, like see each other as often. Mm -hmm. But I think it definitely also improves your communication with another person. Um, you know, if you're stuck at home, you kind of, you don't have much to talk about, but like, I think that just calling up people and letting them know that, you know, they're in your thoughts and you just want to talk to them. I think all of that really helps improve relationships amongst each other. Definitely. You feel more valued, more appreciated when somebody does call you up like that. For and, sure. so, and so I think it's a really good thing to whoever said that talking with the homies helps them because it's important definitely to to keep remembering the fact that we're all still kind of together and to all make each other feel like we're still together. Um, Zoom has been an excellent platform for that. I know our friends are always doing late night <laughs> Zoom meetings and stuff, which, you know, I think that's really good because at least we still feel like we're still connected as a friend group. Um, somebody also said reading romantic books, which, yeah, definitely, like, if you're into reading, which personally I'm not as much, but getting into old hobbies like that, that this is now is definitely a good time for that if there's something that you kind of dropped because you were too busy to do it now is a perfect time to pick that up do you have anything else to add shimani um not really okay wait actually no one thing i'd like to mention one thing that i personally do that i i would like to take as almost like another artistic outlet is like kind of the same concept as like yeah I'm listening to music and stuff but I do I'll do this one thing where I'm just like listening to music and I'm literally dancing around the entire house bothering every single one of my family members just like singing in their face and dancing in their face and I feel like that for me personally has always been an outlet because it's like almost like at that moment like you kind of forget what you're going through you forget what's happening at that specific moment and you're just like letting loose like dancing around and I feel like that for me has always been such an important way to express like express myself whether I'm happy whether I'm upset or mad or whatever I agree and actually there was one more really creative response that I saw that I felt like sharing um this person said that they listen to music and they draw what they hear I think that's oh. a really cool concept in the sense of you're kind of combining both like their auditory and their visual like stimulus their, their mm -hmm. senses I like and it's a very creative approach. So who, to whoever said that, if you're listening, um, I really like that, actually. And I think I might just try that out for myself, even if I can't really draw. Mm -hmm. um, so for as far as responses go, that's pretty much all of the themes that we saw. Um, and so now we just want to shift into more official or like what 
official like health officials are saying that we should be doing i think that definitely a lot of what you guys said is pretty much the same thing um mm -hmm. just kind of keeping yourselves occupied is so important during these times just not letting yourself feel bored or feel isolated in any way um and so shivani if you want to start off on your sources that you looked at yeah, of course. So I mentioned previously um, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So on the same article, they they listed ways to like kind of, I guess, keep yourself in check and to help your mental health a little bit more during this time. And I think this first one is so important. And this one says to be mindful of your news consumption. Now, no, mm, what I'm one. saying, mm -hmm, what I'm saying, what I'm Oh, hold on. What I'm saying is that, yes, keep yourself updated on what's going on, you know, maybe like on the amount of cases going on, like how it is in your specific county and stuff like that. But don't, don't let that be all you're doing. Don't continuously check over and over again. Limit your consumption of news because you might not realize it, but you're causing yourself more stress. You're making yourself more anxious because in your thoughts, that's what's constantly relaying because you're just constantly looking over that. And Again, it's it's a good it's good to know information. We do that a lot. We do that occasionally too. We'll look up the cases going on just so we're more informed as a community. But we be we be we're mindful enough to know not to continuously check because eventually that's going to take a toll on our mental health and it's gonna start making us more worried and anxious and more difficult to get on with the days. I I could not agree with that more. I know that personally when this situation started, I was obsessively checking our Imperial County Public Health Department website on number of active cases, number of deaths. Like I just, I was so obsessed with like knowing the exact numbers every single day. But then I think that as the situation progressed, um, and even my dad kind of did the same thing at dinner. Like that's all we would talk about is, oh, this headline came out on there's so, this many deaths in this county. Yeah. And this, this um, state isn't doing such and such quarantine procedure and all stuff like that. Like just, negativity in a way and I think that we all just kind of got tired of constantly hearing that like what it makes you feel like is that like you know we're all just kind of doomed in the end when you keep hearing stuff like that when in reality that's not the situation so I think definitely just kind of learning what to disconnect from the media is mm -hmm. very very important like Shivani said and I think that NAMI makes a very strong point with that um also as far as as far as uh excuse me i'm just trying to shift my focus here but um there's also the aada which stands for anxiety and depression association of america they they made a statement that really stood out to me and they said to make the shift in mentality from i am stuck inside to i can finally focus on myself and definitely, oh, yeah. I think that mindset has a lot to do with this. Um, the article that I found that statement in has, um, it elaborates a lot more on that case. And I think that the less we start seeing ourselves as being stuck in a situation, but rather that we just learn to embrace the situation, that can make a world of a difference in the sense of how we handle everything. Um, we're going to obviously, yes, we are technically stuck inside, but I think just learning that we can make the most of the situation that definitely would really really help a lot of us um also i think there's a lot of hobbies that i found on the healthline website that definitely i think that if 
we can try to take up, if you could try to take up, that would also really prove helpful because there is a lot of medical backing as to why these hobbies would prove helpful. So um, in the sense of connecting with nature, um, I know that one of the things that they said was investing in houseplants. And I think that's a pretty cool idea just because, you know, you at least feel like you still have a piece of the outdoors with you inside. So if you're into planting and gardening and stuff, I think now would be really good at time to start buying some plants and start investing your time in that. Um, immersing yourself in nature documentaries and using ambient noise to just feel more connected with nature would also prove beneficial. And um, carving out some quiet time also. I think I feel like this might be true in a lot of households but with everybody being at home it might just get really chaotic or really loud sometimes and so I think if you can just find yourself a quiet space um it definitely does make a difference if you have that time to really just refocus on yourself after being stuck in the house with so much noise being surrounded by you so um noise canceling headphones or earplugs definitely could help with that um gentle yoga as we had spoken of before and um, ASMR also, like they're, it's supposed to target anxiety and insomnia. So if you do suffer from any of those things, as cheesy as it may seem, um, ASMR could be a good outlet for you. Um, also redecorating is something that I saw Healthline suggesting. And um, I think redecorate, they, they say to shift your surroundings to a more open space. So if you can rearrange your furniture in a way that makes you feel like the house is bigger or your room is bigger that um that could definitely help your mental health out a little bit since you don't feel so confined um also with clutter and i think this one is really easy to get carried away with definitely you want to try to keep your surroundings as clean as possible because it makes you feel less like you've been stuck in one place or less like you've just been inhabiting one place but at the same time you shouldn't expect yourself to always be so perfect about it and i think shivani had something that she wanted to add to that about the fact that we shouldn't feel compelled to be like so perfect during this quarantine or be compelled to feel compelled to be motivated to do things yeah so um yeah basically that was another thing that we saw mm -hmm. with, as far as like from a health approach what they suggest and do you have anything else maybe that you saw in one of the articles you read? I think they reiterated, um, again, Nami, re they reiterated kind of what we had said, like about um, trying to distract yourself kind of from the situation and not take yourself away as in like, don't neglect the situation, but like distract yourself from constantly thinking about it. Again, like with almost everything we've mentioned here, those are great ways to distract yourself and almost kind of focus on yourself more and take it as a more of an opportunity to be able to, I guess, learn more about yourself and grow as a person rather than thinking about it as like, oh, you're confined in this space, you're stuck, like you're compelled to be here. And I feel like that change in mindset is definitely gonna help you, help help us go through this more smoothly if possible 100 percent. i i totally agree with that and so to kind of sum up what we have been saying um the main themes are definitely just spend more time outdoors invest in a new hobby um finding quiet spaces and a shift in mentality these four things could 
make a world of a difference in how the situation impacts your mental health. And mm -hmm. also, um, speaking of NAMI, if you do suffer from a mental health crisis or you do have, um, if you just need like a professional to talk to, there still is options available, even though like many of you guys cannot make it to maybe a therapist's office right now. Um, therapy over video call or there are hotline numbers those definitely are still available so if you mm -hmm. need to take advantage of those um please please do we can we will probably include when and the link to this podcast um numbers for different hotlines that you can contact just so if you need them you can definitely reach out to them mm -hmm. and um that pretty much concludes what we wanted to try to accomplish with this, which was finding um, coping mechanisms for stress associated with the COVID-19 situation. Do you have anything that you want to end this with, Shivani? Yeah, I kind of wanted to highlight, like, throughout this entire podcast we mentioned, I feel like it was a mix of starting out with what you should what you shouldn't be doing and then going into what you should do. And when I say, like, things that you shouldn't do, I mean, like, like what I said before about not beating yourself up for the fact that you might not have motivation to do something or telling yourself, you know, negative, negative things. Cause I know, I know, I know personally, like I can relate to that where like, sometimes you'll put, you're the one putting yourself in a negative position. You're the one, you're the one feeding yourself bad thoughts and that that in turn makes you feel upset and then you're responsible for that. So Try not to think about it as a bad situation. Yes, you know, we know, we know, we clearly know what's going on. But the point of doing this is so that you can keep yourself sane. You can, you can help yourself go through this more smoothly. And so, again, just, just try to follow some of the coping mechanisms that were stated here or whatever you feel like helps you positively. But again, one of my main things, and I know I keep saying this, don't beat yourself up because it is, completely understandable because I personally was feeling the same thing and I was just like is this just me am I the only one who just seems to have lost motivation to do anything or like why can't I do this like what's wrong and then I think one time my school my school Instagram page had posted on their story something about like don't something basically what it said is um um the the idea was like oh don't beat yourself up don't beat yourself up over this you woke up today you know that's enough and then I think that really hit me was like yeah we're in the middle of this of this situation that I'm pretty sure none of us ever imagined we'd ever be part of and you know just the fact that we woke up and are getting through the day I think that that itself is a big accomplishment so please you know, keep that in mind that the fact that you're doing that is commendable on its own yes I 100% agree with that and um Again, going back to the hotline numbers, if you have a pen or a pencil on you, you can jot them down right now. We will still include them, but just in case you want to have it on the side. Um, the NAMI helpline, which is National Alliance on Mental Health, they can be reached Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And their number is 1-800-950-NAMI. And I repeat, that's 1-800-950-NAMI. So if you need somebody to talk to, you can use that line. Or if you need a 24-hour um, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, the number for that is 1-800-273-8255. And that's 1-800-273-8255. So definitely don't feel um, 
please don't feel alone. We're all going through the same thing right now. And if you need to reach out to any of these numbers, please do. But just know that everybody's in the same boat right now. And we definitely should all as not just as students or teachers, but just as humans, we should all try to be there for each other right now, definitely. Um, I think it's a, this is a good example that essentially something can happen to, I guess, all of us at the same time. I don't think any of us expected that to work out that way, but that's just the situation right now. And I think that it's, it's almost a good thing that everybody's kind of going through this because at least now we all know how to be there for each other or at least we all kind of know what the other person is going through. It's allowing us to empathize with each other a lot better. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's basically it. But just on an ending note, this will all be over someday, even if it doesn't seem like it's soon, even if it seems like things will never get better. um, There will come a day where everything is restored. Every life is kind of back to how we knew it. And um, just keep that in mind. If you ever feel like, this is getting tiring or this is getting boring we will all get through this together not just you know as people but not just as students at southwest but we will get through this as a country and as a world as a whole do you have any last thought shivani yeah basically basically what saki said um be positive i know um all of us might be going through different levels of i guess maybe discomfort or struggling on different levels based on situations and so i just want to say that even if it might be difficult to keep that hope or to be positive just try to because again this in reality this can't last forever it's going to have to come to an end someday and although we might know not know when that someday is just knowing that it'll end just have that hope that eventually it will end and just go through the days and just try try as hard as you can and know that you're not alone you can always reach out to people and i think this time like saki again mentioned at this time more than ever it's like a greater opportunity to be able to connect with people not just with like the people like family friends i mean as as a human as a human population as a whole i feel like like saki had said like at this point specifically that we're we become more able to empathize with others as we're all going through the same situation. So just know that if you ever feel alone, don't ever be afraid to reach out to anyone because we're all going through the same situation and I'm pretty sure everybody could use a little talk here and there. Yes, I agree. Um, And that kind of concludes what we were going to talk about. So uh, thank you so much for listening if you stuck through for however (laughs) long we've been talking for. And uh, we hope that our perspective as students, um, for those of you that may not know us, we are seniors at Southwest. We hope mm-hmm. that our perspective may have kind of helped you guys a little bit more versus what, I guess, adults or what everybody else has been saying. Um, we hope that it's given you a fresh perspective on the situation. And um, can please continue to stay safe. Um, we really hope the best for everybody. And thank you so much for listening.